0: What's up everyone, welcome back to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV, the weekly drop. A lot of controversy in the NBL this week, the in-season tournament has wrapped up and the NBA is back to normal mid-season form, I think it starts tomorrow. So looking forward to it, we'll break down the stuff that happened in the NBL this week and the NBL round 10. Before we get started, make sure you're following us on whatever podcast podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on or and follow us on our socials at Oz Hoopers TV. So looking at the NBL round that just passed, a few upsets um, and a few game winners and a bit of controversy happened. First of all, start with the upsets. In my opinion, the Southeast Melbourne upsetting the Sydney Kings. Uh, Southeast Melbourne have moved into third spot. Huge performance by Mitch Creek in that one. He had 33 points. And the Kings continue to look a little bit iffy, in my opinion. I know a lot of people are saying it. They've looked a little bit disappointing in their wins, and they've looked really disappointing in their losses. Uh, Southeast Melbourne just lost uh, one of their inputs, which we'll get into. And they still come out on top, quite convincingly, against Sydney, who are meant to be the powerhouse in the league. So pretty big win for Southeast Melbourne. I'd be really happy if I was a Phoenix fan. So that's something Phoenix fans can be happy about that game. Another upset is Illawarra Hawks defeating Perth Wildcats by 18 points, 100 to 82. Huge win for Illawarra. I think it's their second win. I think they're 2-3 with Justin Tatum now, maybe maybe 2-2. Two and two. Um, Massive win for them. Sam Froling balled out, 21 points with six boards. Huge win. Can they back it up is the real question. Disappointing loss of Perth, uh, but at least they didn't give it to one of the better teams, I guess. Illawarra Hawks have moved up to 8th. Um, They dropped New Zealand down to ninth, which is pretty disappointing for New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand lost to the Jack Jumpers by 17. I thought they would perform a little bit better than that. I think there was nearly an upset with uh, the Cairns and Kings. Jonah Antonio had a buzzer beater, uh, but he ended up missing it just so unlucky to Cairns, but the Kings come out on top on that one. Going into Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Now they lost Will Cummings. They have sent him home. Will Cummings was averaging about 14 points a game. Uh, didn't wasn't enough for, I guess, them to send him home, in my opinion. I thought they were playing pretty well. They're sitting in third. There's no real reason why he went home. I mean, he wasn't the greatest import ever. Um, but I think the NBL, there's something behind closed doors. Um, I was reading up on the comments on Instagram. The, Instagram, the NBL Instagram deleted 13 comments. Um, and there's just nothing really... It's got to be something behind closed doors that happened. I can't really believe that he was sent home as a performance issue, um, so we don't know what happens back doors. Maybe a story will be released soon, um, and Southeast Melbourne should be up to uh, get another import soon. they sitting in third. Maybe they get a two or three man, uh, a shooting guard small forward. Maybe they'll get, get another another guard uh, to pair alongside Gary Brown. So we'll see what happens. Another positive this week that I want to mention is Chris Smith. Last three games playing really, really well um, for the bullets. The bullets had a really disappointing loss against uh, Melbourne. I think they lost by almost 30. It might've been more than 30. It was 35. I'm looking at it now, Um, but yeah, disappointing loss to them. But other than that, they've been playing somewhat decent other than that last game. Um, But, yeah, Chris Smith, really good outings in the last three games and really like what I'm seeing. Decent pickup for the Bullets. Bullets are currently sitting in sixth, so it's going to be the first time they've made the uh the sixth in a while or pl- any sort of playoff contention basketball in the NBL ever since I've been watching, um, which has been quite a little while. They haven't made it. And this has probably been their weakest team talent-wise, in my opinion, uh, but I think they're... they're they're gelling really well together, so it's good to see the boards getting some wins. We're gonna we're gonna ignore that last game against Melbourne. Uh, video surfaced of Mitch McCarron uh, kind of having a go at the players, saying there's a little bit of you know gossiping um, and snitching going on, um, and the video was posted by the NBL. I'm not really too sure why they posted posted it. I saw it Jock Landau post uh, commented on it that is he following the Gossip Girl right now? Is he following Gossip Girl right now? Um, Antonius Cleveland, who used to be with them last year, asked them why they would upload this. I don't know why they did. Um, it's a bad look on Adelaide. I'm not. I'm pretty certain Adelaide wouldn't be too happy with that uh, video going up. But um, yeah, problems going on in Adelaide. I mean, you can list them off. They had uh, they had Jamal Franklin leave early in the season. Uh, they they're not doing too. They're, they're currently last four and 10. CJ Bruton has just been dropped. They've got an interim coach in uh, Sunday De- deck, and Jason Kadee had just have just both been DMP last game, which is absolutely insane. I mean, you're not going to make the six in my opinion. So yeah, play your young guys, but to have guys like Jason Kadee and Sunday Detch out there, that, it, that would probably be, you know, six men on other teams is crazy. Uh, but yeah a lot going on over in uh a lot going on over in Adelaide obviously they've had a few problems over the years with injuries and you know they also they had the Craig Randall situation as well so yeah tough situation down there in Adelaide hopefully they get it sorted soon uh, because it's becoming a, a reoccurring thing new coach on the board um and yeah we'll we'll see what happens with Adelaide no not much else to say to be honest um, there's word that Sharif O'Neill is coming to the NBL one um, sort of video on my TikTok saying, why would he come down to the division two uh, NBL league? It's not really division two. Uh, it's off season NBL. In my opinion, it kind of overlaps with the NBL, but all the NBL players sort of play in it, um, especially in your NBL one South and NBL one North competitions. Uh, really good competition, especially for the young, you know, 18 to 24-year-olds that are on the brink of NBL to go up and the, the NBL guys get split into, you know, 12 different teams in that state um, for the young guys to sort of play with them and everyone sort of gets a a different role. I think the NBL really looks at that league pretty hard and who they want to sign, and there's been a lot of guys that have come through the NBL one. It's not a second-division NBL competition. Um, it's more of an off-season NBL competition competition in my opinion um uh, and sharif going to the nbl one he's not going to average 50 points um, i promise because there's nathan Sobies, there's all australian and all nbl guys in the in the nbl one that don't average 50 points uh, i'm pretty sure sharif o'neill wouldn't although sharif o'neill would do really well okay he's still a, he's still a uh, big name over there in the states he would come in and put up big numbers. Now, it's not confirmed that he signed there. There's word that he was signing with Waverly Falcons. There was word that he was signing with the Diamond Valley Eagles, um, which would have been interesting to see. Uh, But yeah, NBL One South, I don't think it's a bad idea. Obviously, his intention is to to sign with the team. It's going to be probably Melbourne United or Southeast Melbourne, looking at where he is playing in the NBL One. Um, They'll probably get him some reps under his belt and get ready for next season as either a next star or an import potentially um, should be interesting to see. But if he sees that as a pathway, which it is a legitimate pathway to the NBA, um, really good decision for him to get some games under his belt before the NBL season starts, but it isn't confirmed yet. Um, other than that, I think it's a good decision for Sharif um, to come down here and play in it. Uh, good competition. You get your, you get diverse some NBL guys. You'll get a lot of playing time. The ball will be in your hands to score majority of the time. Um, and it's a really good competition. And I think it'll be good for him if he wants to play the NBL. Heading into the NBA, the Lakers took on the paces in the NBA season tournament final. The Lakers came out on top. LeBron won the NBA in season finals MVP. Sorry, not finals MVP, the in season tournament MVP. Um, if it was the finals, I think Anthony Davis would have won it with 40 points and 21 rebounds. Something crazy. LeBron James wins it. The NBA scriptwriters are going crazy. <laughs> Nah, but the the LeBron and the Lakers did really well. I thought they played really well against the Pacers. The Pacers weren't no joke. They bumped off the Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, So they were playing really well. Tyrese Halliburton had a great tournament. But LeBron is playing MVP-type basketball at the moment. And the Lakers, like I said on a previous podcast, I think can hang with the Denver Nuggets, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Phoenix Suns at full strength. So it's going to be a good off-season season Really good for those young guys that want a million dollars on the Lakers. Shout out to them. I'm, I'm sure they'd be pretty happy, especially the guys that don't see the court. Um, it's it's a, it's a huge win. I mean, a million dollars is a million dollars. I know some people will be like, oh, LeBron doesn't care about that. A million dollars is still a million dollars no matter what. So, um, yeah. Pacers turned heads in the competition. I thought they did really well. I had them missing the playoffs at the start of the season. I think I'm changing that now. Um, I really like the way they push the pace. I think they're top three in pace in the league. Um, the defense is a little bit iffy. Halliburton's playing really good. Not sure if they're going to keep it up. The Bucks and the Celtics is appointed in my opinion. I know that it's just a regular season game, and um, it doesn't really, shouldn't really reflect and it's one game and whatever. But at the end of the day, you are still playing for a million dollars each. Um, it is a playoff atmosphere game. And it's in Las Vegas, there's high stakes and they both lost a big game to a mediocre paces, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, disappointing for them. It has altered my sort of opinion on how easy it's going to be for those two teams to meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Philly poses a real threat to both teams, especially with Uber back. When they had Uber at the start of the season, they were about 10 and two or 10 and three. So I think Philly have risen in my power rankings. The overall in-season tournament, I loved it. Um, uh, like everyone, I was a bit unsure at the start, but I think Adam Silver really did something Did something with this in-season tournament, creating competitiveness at the start of the season, um, creating the million dollars for each player. It brings an event to Las Vegas. I don't know if they're going to expand there in the future, but it's a cool event. I liked it. It brings in views. I'm sure it is. Um, and yeah, competitive basketball start of season can't complain. So I think the in season tournament is a great idea. Um, other than that, not much else to talk about. DJ Vasilovich has been fined 4k by the NBL for his comments about the officiating. Um, the, that's another that's another problem for the 36ers. It continues for them, uh, but the NBA uh, NBL round. Eleven, I think it is, or twelve is coming up. Kyle will drop his predictions on Wednesday night or Thursday morning, so stay tuned for that. I think he went five for seven last week, or four for seven. <laughs> I know, I know for a fact he didn't pick um, the southeast to beat the Kings, and I know he didn't pick Hawks to beat Perth. So that's already two. I think he might have gone. I think he might have gone five, four, five for seven. Uh, so his his picks will be back up again. Hopefully, we hit a perfect round this week um and make sure you guys are following us on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening on and make sure you're following us on the socials at old supers tv we appreciate you guys listening i keep saying we have guests on we definitely will have a guest on uh we've reached out to three uh potential guests we've had a few lined up that have fallen through we've got a few recorded um so stay tuned they're coming back hesh is joining the podcast back we're looking forward to it appreciate you guys we'll catch you on the next episode